Hello. <laughs> Wayward Traveler, my friend. And hello to our friends on the podcast. This is Find Your People. I'm Katie. I'm Andy. And we are just, I'm just trying to make it through this week. I've got two tests tomorrow, back to back. So, oh, boy. yeah. Tomorrow's the day you go to school till like 8 p.m., right? Yes. And tomorrow's also a day that I don't normally go to campus, but I am. Goodness. Yes, it's going to be a long day, but class until 8 p.m. I just, I'm not over it. Yeah. Yep. Long day. Long day. That's all right. Um, I love my classes and I'm learning a lot. So that's all that matters. All that matters. Um, so Mandy tell me about your trip you've been posting about it and I've loved watching your bougie regatta (laughs) trip with the porta potties so please and there were black stones look I'm here for it so tell us all the things yeah so Cleveland listen what is more bougie than a regatta in Cleveland that's Cleveland, Ohio on <laughs> Lake. Is it Lake Erie? I think it's Lake Erie, right? It is Lake Erie, but like the, I mean that when they sing. The uh the regatta was actually on the Cuyahoga River. Ah, uh, okay. It's ahead of the Cuyahoga. Yep. River. I don't know. Yep. Um, but no, love Cleveland. It is such a fun little city. We went for Cleveland Rocks last year. Yes, it does. Um, and my sister and I just had the best time last year. And so we did a repeat of some of the things we had done. Um, there's a great restaurant in, it's actually out in Cleveland Heights, which is outside mm-hmm. the Cleveland Clinic, called Zug. Um, and it's a Mediterranean spot. And so that's what that means. Okay. It's shared plates. And it is just so good. I will admit that um, it was funny, our time hop, like we were there exactly a year ago. Oh. So all of a sudden on time hop, everything started popping up. And I had the best cocktail there last year. It was rye, whiskey, and already. some other stuff. And so I was like, oh, I can't wait to have that again. And it wasn't on the menu. Yeah. And so I asked if they could make it and they couldn't because it had like specialty syrups and stuff. Mm. So my cocktail wasn't quite as remarkable this year. Right. Delicious. I highly recommend them. Love it. So we got there Thursday. Um, we went and ate at a great little Jewish deli um, oh. called Barter that's in an old firehouse. The best. So cool. So like they roll up the old doors um, and you know, have indoor outdoor seating. Right Wait, there. it's not 5,000 degrees in Cleveland? Listen, with 70 degrees. What would that be like? I didn't even know. We got it. We walked out of the hotel and I was like, oh gosh, I've got on shorts. This may be a mistake. What Did you I need mean? a parka? I mean, I and loved a, and every, a toboggan. <laughs> loved every minute. Of I love it. Love it. Um, yeah. And so then we, so we did that and then we went to uh, Zoo that night. Now, listen, if you do anything on your travels other than figure out where you're going to eat oh. next, I'm not sure we can travel together. That's all I do. What else are you supposed to do? Go to a museum? Boring. Wait, how well. <laughs> That's in between meals. 
unless of course you can see that the what was it? The catches the samurai. The samurai. Is that what it was? I'm telling you that was the best. Oh my god. Oh. Anyway, so that was sort Still of dream about day. those warriors. Our first day in Cleveland. And then we got up uh Friday and we were just gonna it's like a mile and a half to this the West Side market. And we're like, oh we can walk that. We have to walk across the gigantic the Guardians Bridge. Oh yeah. Uh, so it was a long walk, but we did it and it was fine. We had, listen, the best home fries of my life. Really? You, it's hard to find a good potato, like it a is. good breakfast potato. Let me tell you, and to walk that far, but you can do it because it's 70 degrees. Right. And right. reward yourself with a breakfast potato. I mean, mm -hmm. I would walk that far for that. There's not yeah, many things I walk that far for. Living, living, yeah. Yep. Was um. So that was fun, and then we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame again. Fun. So fun. They've got a great Beatles exhibit right now. Um, wait, wait. Did you just say you like a museum, ma'am? I did like the Rock and Roll. Okay. Just checking. Because they have a really great Beatles exhibit mm, right now. Love it. Uh, and I, I remember feeling the same way last year after we left. I need to listen to more Beatles. Mm -hmm. um, but it it follows, and it may be part of that that documentary that came out. I think year before last. It's like eleven hours long. Um, that everybody was watching over Thanksgiving. I remember. Mm -hmm. I never watched it. Okay. This is sort of a shortened version of that. And to watch, they were filming the first time. Uh, Paul like introduced Let It Be to the band. So to watch them yes. hear that for the first, for the first time, time, he didn't even have all the words yet. And then to sort of watch them plug in like their parts. It's, it's all if about you the not story. watch the um, Jason Isbell documentary on HBO. You know, they do a similar thing. They do a similar thing with that. So that it's really I fascinating. That. And then they show their final concert was actually on this rooftop in london like not announced they just go out on this rooftop and mm. start playing and all these people from like nearby businesses are coming out of their offices and like, looking like what is that what do i hear it was just it was really cool and then they have i think it's on the third floor of the rock and roll hall of fame they have like an entire floor of garage bands so you can Stop. go in and learn how to play the guitar, play the bass, play the keyboards. I saw some video of you and your sister. Yeah, so last year. Starting your own band. Last year I played the bass and she played the drums and she she still to this day really wants a drum set. Like she's like, the feeling okay. that comes over me playing those drums, I, like I need that. So we haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, but she's where she wants it. Well, maybe when Will graduates, I'll give her something to do. Well, you know, that's a good idea. I think uh, the Caldwells is also a great name for a band, like the Cranberries <laughs> or yeah, the Beatles, the Caldwells. I'm so feeling we, it. I'll make so t-shirts. So we walk out of a little area where all the um, instruments are, and there's they actually have like a house band. So they have these professional musicians it seemed that each of them could play multiple instruments 
And they're just sitting there. It's my sister's like, oh, you gotta get in there. That's all you do with them is you go in and sing. And my sister's like, oh, you gotta go in there and do yeah. that. And I'm like, I no, I'm not. Like I don't karaoke. I'm not that person. Like, I mean Okay, I but sing. this is not just karaoke, Mandy called. I know, I know, but I'm just not that person. I don't know why. I can stand on a stage and sing, you know, six songs from a musical in front of a thousand people. But in a smaller setting like that, I get more nervous and like, I don't know. Probably because you can see people looking back at you where if you're on stage, the house lights are down. <laughs> right, right. So she finally talked me into it. So I said, and I'm still sick. Like I'm still getting over it. So like I have no voice anyway. Yeah. And then they didn't have a great selection of songs, uh, but I just went with Al Green's Let's Stay Together. So that was fun. Um, and then they're like, okay, sis, because they saw her filming me the whole time. And they're like, okay, sis, now you got to come sing one too. So they made her come sing and we did a Tina Turner song, What's Love Got to Do With I Think So. I mean, anyway, classic. So that was fun. Um, and then, okay, so then we met some friends for dinner. And these friends are uh, regatta parents. And they, the year before, had asked some of their local Cleveland friends for a dinner recommendation. Y'all, Johnny's Bar, it's called Johnny's Bar, it's really an Italian restaurant. But you go to the one on Fulton, not the one downtown. And we sat outside, there's this lovely little courtyard, but... Cameron and Catherine and our friends were so excited that like when we got out of the Uber, they were like, where's our guy? And we're like, uh-oh, well, they're missing somebody. And then the door to the restaurant opens and there's nobody seen there. And I was like, well, how did the store open? Katie, their guy who they were missing is a guy who like works the door at Johnny's. And he's he at first I thought maybe he was a small person. But he's oh. not. He just doesn't have any, like, he doesn't just not have legs. Like, it's like he's a, it, he doesn't have any hips or, like, so I'm like, oh. Warning would have been nice. <laughs> not that it matters to right. me whether just you're going to, just a warning. I know. <laughs> it reminds me of a time I used to do hiring at the Lizard, you know, and so they sent somebody over. And they did not tell me, this is a typing on the phone job, that he was missing a hand. <laughs> and I was like, I, I hired him because he types faster than anybody else on this planet. But like, y'all right. got to give a girl a heads up. Right, right. Just let me know. <laughs> so the door magically opens and then we see the guy and then everybody in the restaurant turns and looks at us. Like it was like. Who are of these course people? They do. Who are these people who know about this place who aren't regulars? Like it was that kind locals of only. Can local... I see your driver's license, please? Exactly. It was so funny, but we sat out in the courtyard. It was a great dinner. It was food was great. Had the best time, and then got up the next morning and embarked on our bougie regatta. Look, uh, you know, which involves talk about food. And yeah, so Cameron's the the dad who. He drove from Nashville with a trailer that has its own grill, a griddle, like it has all that in it. So because that was boys, like eight hours of driving. And he had a mishap along the way too. So 
anyway, it was a saga. But yeah, so somewhere along the way, I think maybe it was last year at the Nashville regatta, all these men were helping him with the breakfast burritos and they were all whining because they were wrapping the burritos off the grill and it was burning their hands. Oh, well, and I was we like, have move over. Asbestos like, fingers. A thousand percent. I was like, I have asbestos hands. Get out of the way. So since then, I think Cameron sous chef. Good um, for all the adults. So yeah, so we we did the did the uh, breakfast burritos and we did some chicken sandwiches uh, for lunch. Got the boys fed. Um, but yeah, it's not a bougie experience. It's no. like a swim meet. You are out in a tent in the heat because it eventually did get hot. Um, yeah, you know, waiting for them to go by for you know thirty seconds. Right, you wish it was faster. Um, <laughs> But they did a great job, uh, and uh, Will was pleased, so it was all good. And good. Then, yeah, and then we, we bailed. We were going to try to go to a Guardians game that night, but we were just too tired. So yeah. We had pizza in bed, and uh, I flew out. Had the, my alarm was set for 4.45. I met my Uber at 5 downstairs. I was back in Florida by 9.30, 10 o'clock. I remember those days. Woo. Crazy, crazy. So I used to cover uh, Ohio for the lizard. And I, um, the one city I did not get to go to was Cleveland. So I love hearing those great things about really, Cleveland. And, and it makes so, me sad I never got to go. It's so, everything's so reasonably priced. Yeah. All the people are so friendly. Like, it's just, we were all sad. Like, oh no, we're not going to get to come next year. And then we decided we were going to come and there's a little beer garden right there um, by where our tent was set up. And we decided we were going to go sit there and watch uh, the people, who, none of whom helped. Uh, we were going to um, watch them try to figure out what the heck they were doing the next year and just enjoy it. Uh, that would be a fun adventure. Watch your brace game. Sorry. Oh, um, I didn't. Uh, I'm, I've been in class, so. I'll Trey, old Trey Turner just made a great play. Love it. Um, but anyway, okay. And speaking of Phillies baseball, this was something. Yes. So there is a guy that plays for the Phillies. He's not our baseball player of the week, but he's worth talking about. Um. Oh he, yes. He yes. He plays for the Phillies. His name is Brandon Marsh. He is the guy. Uh, he, I think he's center field. He looks like a lumberjack. His hair is very long. His beard is longer. Yes. His hair looks greasy. Yes, it does. He texted me last week, like, what the heck is up with this guy? So, like, shower, please, at some point in and life. And he's actually a great kid. So, I, I decided I had to tell Yes. Yeah, so, him. you have to tell, yeah, you told me that I felt bad. But no, well, don't feel bad because he does look. He looks awful. like he never bathes. Um, he is actually from Buford. Hello, I'm sitting in Buford. He grew up in Buford, um, got drafted by the Angels. Oh, almost went out. Or did was it out? Sorry, no, it wasn't. Out. <laughs> this is one of my conversations with Mandy. Are like over text. We'll be Braves, talking about something, and all of a sudden, there's a baseball update. The Braves have tied it up in the bottom of the. Love eight. it, love it. In fact, I'm on. All right, what are we on? Bally. Yeah, Bally. You keep talking, and I'll find it on my own TV okay. so we can. Oh, uh, yeah. So, it, so Brandon Marsh got drafted by the Angels. Uh, my friend Kelly's texting me. Um, 
in the, I think in the second round, straight out of high school, was with the Angels organization for a long time, thought he was going to get called up. He made like the 60-man roster the year of COVID. Thought he was going to get the call up. Didn't happen. All this time that he's in the minor leagues, his dad has cancer. Mm. And it's going through cancer treatments. And about, so it, he didn't get called up in 2020. 2021, um, his dad dies. He's 50 years old. Mm. So Brandon, like, home so first Baptist church, given the eulogy. Goes back, he had a sore shoulder that year, so he was having, you know, he didn't think he was going to get called up that year either. Um, And then, like, a month after his dad died, one of his best friends died. Oh. So he was back again, giving another eulogy. That was unexpected, though. But then, uh, there's this great article, um, I think in the Los Angeles Times, I can't remember if that's the one I sent you, or may, may have sent you the one from The Athletic, but, so his mom is sitting on the beach in St. Simons and gets the call that he has been called up. And so she has to fly directly from St. Simons to Anaheim or Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, but she kept, she had been, she's like, I didn't have any of my angels here that I had been collecting. So I was yeah. ready. I didn't have any of that. But she did have the urn that she kept some of his dad's ashes yep. in. So she at least was able to take those when he got called up. And then Shortly after that, he was actually traded to the Phillies. So that's how and he's, he's ended up doing really well. Somewhere along the way, though, he just decided to grow everything out. And like so everything. Like out, he has grown his beard out. Beard, nothing is trimmed. He is a woolly mammoth. And I'm sure he's he precious under all that. Oh, he is. You could see all old pictures yeah. of him. Um, but and apparently he doesn't like the way his hair feels when it's dry. Mm. And so he wets his hair like usually four or five times during a game that's what makes it look yeah that's why it looks like it's greasy so here's what i think that you and i can help him with we talked about this in the last episode he clearly has some curl in his hair right he, he just needs product and i volunteer as tribute to help him with his product choices so, and usage. Last year, after the Phillies knocked the Braves out, I had to follow them on Instagram because I was like, well, now I got to root for them because they beat us. So yeah. I got to get to know them better. And it's actually he and another uh, sort of young guy, they call him the daycare. <laughs> and every time the Phillies win a game, like when they're interviewing the player of the game at the end, the two of them come out with either bottles of water or ice, or sometimes they'll just get a cup full of gum, like all whatever the random stuff is. And they sneak out. Of course, it's not even sneaking out at this point, 150 yeah. days a year. And they pour whatever it is over the head of whomever is being interviewed. And they, they call them the daycare. They're like, oh, here comes the daycare. Here comes the daycare. Um, so they they have a good time I actually the Phillies I actually like a lot of the Phillies players um, but I would like to kick their butts it's Speaking. getting to that time of year where like it doesn't matter who else is your team it's it's time it, it, we're right. getting serious so and to give you an update on the playoffs uh, we're recording on Wednesday so yeah. here's the playoffs standings. last week I said I think that the Cubs were pretty assuredly in well then they lost 
five games in a row. Yes, they did. Oh, my stars. So, at this point, you know, the Braves are clenched, the Dodgers are clenched, and then there are, uh, I don't think the Brewers have clenched, but they're going to win the Central. And so, then you've got the three wild card spots. The Phillies are pretty, uh, let me say it, the Phillies are pretty solidly in. Okay. Now let's see what happens. You better knock on some wood or something. No, I'd be fine for the Phillies to get out. They make me nervous. Yeah. Um, Wow. That's true. 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 So the Phillies are pretty definitely in. And then you've got the Cubs. You've got the Marlins. You've got the Reds and the Giants competing for the other two. Oh, and the Diamondbacks um, competing for the other two wildcard spots. Wow. So that That'll be fun to watch. A freaking toss-up. Yeah. Nerve-wracking um, to see who's going to get the other two spots. So that's the National League. American League, I think the um, the Orioles and the Rays are both guaranteed postseason, but they're in the same division. Okay. So they don't know yet who's going to win the East. Um, and then I think uh, the rest of them are all pretty 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 much a toss-up too so here we go it's an exciting last week getting um, the good stuff. i'll be going to uh i'll be going to atlanta to a game on tuesday going to see dan's first game back in atlanta of course you are yeah the cubs hadn't been to atlanta yet this year it's the first it'll be his first trip to atlanta so how long will you be here um just the day just for the game yeah yeah. So, and then okay, our baseball player of the week. Like, and I, I actually have. Uh, so I love this kid. I okay. love him. Yeah, I love him. Kind of a random pick, but um, no, it's George boy. I love it. He had a really good, uh, really good series this past weekend, and it just hit me. So Jason Hayward, love him again. George boy. He grew up in McDonough. Um. Was drafted by McDonough McDougie McDougal. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my best friends in law school did a clerkship in McDonough, and she could never figure out how to pronounce McDonough. Every time she said it, McDonough McDonough McDonough. I swear, yeah. every time she said it. Yeah. Anyway, um, Hayward was drafted by the Braves out of high school. First mm-hmm. round was a phenom. Phenom. Like minor league player of the year came up they still tell stories in the Braves organization about his first spring training how he kept hitting home runs so far Mm -hmm. that like he broke somebody one of the coaches he broke their sunroof on their car hey he damaged a coca-cola truck like there are still Um, stories told about how this kid just hit the cover off the ball yeah his first at bat in the major leagues was like a three-run home run. Like, he just came up and killed. Um, And he was with the Braves, I think, for four years before they traded him to St. Louis. And then um, maybe it was longer than that because he, he was only in St. Louis for like the end of the season, I think, before he signed with the Cubs. And he signed the biggest deal the Cubs had ever uh, given out at that point. Like it was a big, um, big deal. And so. Cause he's he good. Joined, he joined the Cubs in 2016. This is the kind of thing that he did. So David Ross, he's now the manager for the Cubs. 
was the catcher for the Cubs, one mm. of the catchers for the Cubs that season. And he had already announced it was going to be his last year playing. So Jason Hayward went ahead and upgraded David Ross to a suite for every away trip because David Ross had been really good to him when they were in the Braves organization together. And he wanted Rossi to be able to have his family with him whenever he wanted him for the whole year. So then, and everybody said the Cubs, that was the year the Cubs won the, won the World Series. And Jason hadn't played real well that year. He was kind of hurt and he just hadn't done, done as well as they had anticipated. But the Cubs, it was game seven of the World Series they were in Cleveland. Ding, ding, ding. Cleveland uh, Rocks. They were in Cleveland, and they were down, and it started raining. And so they had to delay the game. And to a person, anybody that was in that clubhouse will tell you that the speech that Jason Hayward gave during that rain delay yeah. is the only reason because they finally won. broke the curse and won the World Series. And he, so he was with the Cubs until last year. And anybody who came through that organization will tell you he was an incredible mentor to them, mm -hmm. still is. He started a baseball academy mm -hmm. on Chicago South Side to help you know, get black kids in baseball. Like that's the focus of it. Um, and at the end of last year, the Cubbies just optioned them, just let him go. Didn't sign, didn't trade, nothing. He was just done. And so he is BFF with our boy, Freddie Freeman, because they came up through Braves organizations. Yes, together. they did. And so Freddie went to the Dodgers powers that be and said, I really think y'all should take a look at Jay Hay. I really think y'all should just look at him and just, you know, give him a chance the Dodgers are known for sort of taking older players and reworking mm -hmm. and helping them. And he said, I think it'd be worth a shot. And so Jay Hay signed a minor league contract with the Dodgers. I think it was like $750,000. Okay. And he has come up and done amazingly well. Good. And has gotten to do it with Freddie. And it's that little Freddie a, Freeman. Our boy Freddie. Uh, so it's just been really fun to watch and I'm so glad he's, you know, sort of found his second life and has been successful and he's our player of the week. I love that. Well, I met his dad and watched his brother play baseball. Um, in another life, there was a, um, person that liked to umpire in my world and um so one of the and from that area that's where we were and um from mcdonough and um it, i watched that kid i watched his little brother hit baseball so hard that he hit the school building which was <laughs> past the parking lot in the outfield yeah on many occasions and his dad was really kind and would speak whenever he got to know that I was with the umpires and we would talk because Jason was still with the Braves at that point. Um, but anyway, just the whole family are just amazing human beings. And I don't know what his little brother's doing. You may be able to tell me, but um, that kid 
when you said that about him breaking the sunroof, I'm like, well, I mean, his little brother can do the same thing. Like hit the building out of the field across the parking lot. Amazing. Building. Yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) Of course you're a Hayward. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I love that family and I love that story. So it's nice to know where he is now. I didn't really know. I thought I had seen him on the playing with freddie but i'm glad to know what journey that was and he just signed a one-year deal so the speculation is he's probably going to get a good contract like a, get a, a free agent a free good. agent this good for him. So, he's a great yeah. guy so yeah. good for him and talented yeah yeah well um is that that's what you got for us this week you've had a busy week man lot to travel i love to hear it Woo. Um, I have been deep in school this week, so I haven't done a whole lot of fun stuff, but I've done a couple things. Um, oh. Well, I mean, you know, it's every Saturday. I kind of take Saturday off if I can. Um, and of course, it's college game day. And my first, <laughs> I've got a group of people that we text back and forth during the day as we watch games um and you can imagine you know what those text chains are like ma'am you can imagine what they say <laughs> but the first one saturday morning at 9 14 a.m to my very good friend and a guy that's like my little brother dustin was in quotes mark my words says corso dot 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 i had no idea that the sound you just made were actual words <laughs> because Lee Corso, God love you know I love him. I have so much love for Lee Corso. But he made noises that I think were supposed to be words, and I could not tell what they were. And then he said, Mark my words. And I was like, Well, I can't. What words were those there, Lee? (sighs) And then I felt so bad about it because it was his 400th headgear pick. And the package that they, the video package they did for him was so sweet and so much fun. Did I see, um, did I see Herb Street crying? Herb Street was crying. Everybody was crying. I was crying. Corso was crying. And he said, of course, which made me feel even worse. You know, ESPN hung in there with me when I had my stroke. (laughs) So, you know, Katie's like, okay, let me get on my knees and ask for forgiveness for making fun of him not saying actual words. Um, Again, I don't want him to go anywhere. I just think we need to limit his time on screen to maybe right at the end. Yeah. Let him have a little more sleep. He can sleep in. Speaking of, I have to, uh, speaking of Herb, Herb Street. I have to give a shout out to our good friend Birch, who's one of our most devoted listeners. I love Birch. She thanks she thanked us for the Tesla loser. Yep. Uh, yep. Tesla loser, baby. She loves Herb Herb Street. Did not know this until I was at a spa in Nashville and I was taking a picture of all the celebrities they had on their wall. Yeah. And Herb Street was included there. Yeah, he lives up there. Oh, his boys uh went yeah. to Will's school. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, but yeah, Birch got all excited about yeah. Herb Street. Herbie. So. He's very good looking. He went to Ohio State, was the quarterback there. His wife was a cheerleader, cute as a button. Oh. And his wife is actually, full circle, 
the one that got the very first, the very first headgear pick was for Ohio State. And he did it as a joke kind of for Herbie because he went there and it was, you know, it was a long time ago. It was like decades ago at this point. So he was kind of fresh out of college. And because she was a cheerleader, she had connections to get the headgear from Ohio State. And it took a lot of finagling, but he surprised Corso on air or Corso surprised Herbie on air with it because Herbie's wife helped him get it. So it was such a sweet moment all the way around. It showed my favorite Corso clip when they bleeped him out because he said the F word. He just (laughs) chunked a helmet and said F it on live TV. Oops. Oopsie. It's one of my favorites. Um, but it's 400 headgear picks. And I just, I loved watching it. It was very sweet. That is sweet. Um, he was not 400 years old, but he had done 400 head picks, uh, headgear picks. What it is was great. The, what is the mascot for Ohio State? The Buckeyes. They're the Buckeyes. So um, what's funny is they kept talking about putting nuts on his head. Now, listen, we might have purchased some Buckeyes at the West Side Market, but what is... I love a Buckeye, the candy Buckeye. There was some, I feel like there was a podcast or something, but there was some sort of run-in between Ohio State and maybe Ohio, because there is an Ohio University. Um, Like, something happened with their mascots, like there was a tackle, or there was, okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. Look it up and tell us about it. I would love to know that story. I'll have to look that up, but I Uh, I was trying to remember. Yeah. What's the, what's a, like, what's a Buckeye, like, what's he, what's his character? Um, I don't, he's just, it's like the, it's not a full, like, mascot outfit, right? Like, it's a person size on the bottom. Like, he just wears a a rugby shirt and some pants. And then with this giant nut-shaped head. Okay. With a hat on top. Yeah. Bucky, I think they call him, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, there were lots of nut on Corso's head jokes with the Buckeye thing. So anyway, it was fun. It was so sweet. It made me feel very guilty for making fun of his speech. However, comma, I still think he is a national treasure and we do need to protect him. And part of that is not trotting him out and putting him on air. Yeah. It's seven in the morning. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Just saying. Um, it has been an interesting season in college football all the way around. I mean, all yeah, days the, in the, the SEC. Kinda... I know. I've always said in the SEC, which is so true, any team can win on any Saturday. You just never know, especially when you get to the rivalries because there's so much behind them, behind those games that you literally never know. Um, Auburn usually loses, but whatever. Um, they struggled against my um, alma mater Saturday, and I, I had to turn it. I said words that a preacher should never say. I had to ask forgiveness, and I turned it eventually, but they pulled it out. But I think the two things that have really changed it the most are the NIL and the transfer portal. Now, I will tell you, I'm no expert in either one of these things. I know 
a peripheral amount of information, but the NIL helps these young people not be taken advantage of by the schools. They get money for their likeness and their signature. I am fully behind that. They can get deals like um, Stetson Bennett used to have Raising Canes. So you would see him on commercials for Raising Canes and he could Listen, get paid for that. Brock Bowers has yes. a deal a credit union in Athens and he's on all the Braves yeah. uh, 690 the fan podcast General Booty our favorite name has a, a I promise you has a deal with the underwear company he has his own underwear now so listen that just makes sense that's General good Booty that's good marketing so I mean look I, I think it's great one of the highest paid NIL students is a gymnast out of LSU I'm here for it because before, I really think colleges were taking advantage and making millions and millions with, you know, making these kids sign all these jerseys and stuff and then selling them and making a bunch of money. So I think that evens the playing field on one level. But the sponsorships play into that transfer portal thing, too. And so now you can transfer wherever and a lot of it it was funny a lot of people in the off season were like well find out where their girlfriend plays d1 soccer and you'll find out where they're going and that's true for a lot of people that they just wanted to be closer to their girlfriend so they transferred wherever. anyway but what it's done inadvertently i think in some ways is leveled the playing field so um, I'm not going to name any school names because I don't want to be held liable for putting things out in the public domain. <laughs> but there are some schools that were doing this illegally before these two things happened. And so now that everybody can do it, they have no incentive to go to those schools. Oh, your mama needs a job? Sure, we can get her a job. Come to... There's some, there've been some 30 for 30s about it. Yes. Right. So now that, you know, they can get these great deals for themselves and help pay for their moms that have sacrificed all these years or whatever it is, it's a really leveled thing. So like being able to go to some of those schools is no longer um, the elite that it used to be. Um, so the, top 10 looks very different than it has in the past <laughs> and on the other hand if you're not doing that if and clemson has said you know Dabo has said publicly many many times i'm not doing nil and i'm not doing transfer portal and they are suffering because of it so i think it's a great thing on a lot of levels i think that you shouldn't be able to transfer every time you like change on to wear so i think there's still some regulations that need to happen but it's gonna be very very interesting to see how this levels things out in all sports i mean it's gonna be a lot more far reaching than we think so i think it's real interesting and double play braves um <laughs> so I've, I've, I've been real interested to see how this plays out long term and what changes mm -hmm. that certain schools get to make because they don't like it yeah um but it i think it's great 
the SEC is not the powerhouse that it normally is this year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um it's interesting. Very, very interesting. So um I can't wait. This week we have a lot of team ranked teams playing each other. We have not had that yet really so far this season. But this week has got some interesting matchups. So it should be a good one. Um and I can't wait to see how it plays out. We have Tech Auburn has Texas AM. We're both neither one of us are ranked. And we're both very angry about it. So that should be fun. Okay. Yeah, yep. I have to listen to the big big casts. Yes. Yes. How field are you playing? Um uh hold on. Uh I think we are because we've been at home the whole time, so I'm pretty sure we're yeah, we're at Texas AM at noon. Ew. I know. Um, so that should be fun though. I love to watch those games because they have all those cheerleader uh the leaders or whatever That's, they call them. Yeah, so it's so favorite, different. One of our favorite podcasts is the Big Boo cast. Love it. And, Listen uh, to Melody Shankle uh is a big Aggie singer and yep. her co-host Sophie uh makes fun of her all the time about all the crazy Texas AM stuff. Because it's like they take every single tradition and turn it on its head. So it's something weird for everything they do. Yeah. They call things weird things. They do weird chants and cheers. Anyway, I think I love a tradition. So, I, you know, more power to them, but whatever. It's crazy, crazy yeah. stuff. So we'll see what it's like at Kyle Field. That's so, you know, so yeah. So that's, um, it's gonna we're about to get real interesting just like baseball is we're about to get real interesting in the football world um so the other thing that i did this week that i I probably shouldn't have because you know i'm trying to eat better although i'm not on a diet i don't do well with diets and everybody who had telling me about this new chick-fil-a sandwich and katie you're gonna love it and it's got pimento cheese on it pimento cheese on it um and honey and it's you know on one of those buttered buns that i love and so i thought well i have to be down at school and then i just got a lot going on monday so i'll run through the drive through when i get back it is delicious is it it is so flipping good <laughs> so it's they say honey but it's more like you know those little the nugget um biscuit things that they do in the mornings? I forget what they're Chicken called. Minis. The minis. It's kind of like that. It's almost like they barely brush the chicken with a little bit of honey. Probably okay. the same concoction. And then it's got a few pickled jalapenos on it, but I'm a wimp and a half, and I don't normally do spicy. This was not spicy enough to make me pause. And then they put pimento cheese on top of it, and it is delicious you could put pimento cheese on a turd and i'd eat it but it is so good um i have been doing rich crackers heated up in the oven with a little pimento cheese and a little pepper bacon pepper jelly on it so i love that salty sweet that you get from pimento cheese and sweet and this was right up my alley it's dangerous it's dangerous to know it's available in the world everybody that i know that has tried it has said it was delicious I feel like it, a lot of times, like when I go out to eat, I want the chef. It, remember that rule about your accessories? 
Mm. Like before take one you, thing off. Take one thing off. Sometimes I, I feel like that about food. Sometimes that can be true. So it is not say, the case here. Is it a lot of pimento and cheese? Or no. Is it like a thin layer? A layer on top and it gets real melty. It's like putting a piece of cheese on it. But instead of having just a slice of cheese, it's a layer of melty pimento cheese. So, you know, you're convincing me to try it because what most people don't know is the Dairy Queen and Moultrie. Look. Sells a cup of cheese. Why and have in all my trips to Moultrie over the years? I don't. Somebody has failed you. You've not gone to Moultrie with me. You too. People called me or told me you're going. I was at Brooke's wedding, honey. Weren't you there? Yeah, Uh, we're gonna have to do that. So yeah, and it's just like cheese whiz. It's like a little cup of cheese whiz. And my favorite thing to do is get a plain chicken sandwich. Oh, with pickles. Yeah, and pour that cheese whiz on top. So it's going to. Oh, this this might be. It's gonna be up your alley okay you know but what i did one time be warned though you're not gonna want just one <laughs> when uh when uh popeyes came out with their chicken sandwich and everybody was like losing their minds about it i had to take one of the dogs to meet somebody and yeah the the interstate exit where i met them um had a Bojack, I mean, had a Popeyes and a Chick fil A right there together. So, you know what I did? Side I by side. One of each. And then side by side. Yes. <laughs> they, I like them both very much for different reasons. They are very different sandwiches, but they are both delicious. This I thing. Popeyes. Oh, well, me too. This thing, though, you just wait, honey. You okay. report back, ma'am. I will. I will. Report back. Well, do it, do it, do it. So I get I slipped in a little favorite. Did you notice that I slipped in? I I used it um, in a different way so I could slip it in this week. But there's a favorite. So your favorites are coming up though. Yeah. Uh, Did you already do your favorite? I did the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich with the pimento cheese on it. I was like, what? It was delicious. Go get one. Okay. Do it, do it, try Uh, it. I'm ready for my favorite. So the first thing I'm going to say about is she has all kinds of things. She's an old school blogger. Like back in the day when Google Reader, did you have a Google Reader account? I think I did. Yeah. It was bomb. It would just gather anytime you could subscribe to your favorite blogs. Uh Uh-huh. Anytime somebody posted on it, oh, it'll put it in one place. That's right. I did. I think I did for a hot minute. Um, it's the best thing. Birch and I are very sad when they got ready to go. Um, I think Birch needs to be my friend. Birch, um, tag on AJ Mentor is not pitching well, y'all. Look, it's the hair. Get rid of the mullet, buddy. You're not eight. (laughs) There's Um, my Buford boy. Uh, so anyway, Whirl, W-H-O-O-R-L. I have okay. been following her since her son, who's now a senior in high school. I've been following her since he was born. Um, 
So is so, this a blog or a podcast? Well, no, so she doesn't have a podcast. Um, I follow her on Instagram now. And then she okay. started, a lot of people, a lot of my favorite old bloggers have now started Substack accounts. And it not. actually reminds me a little bit of the old Google Reader. Because now okay. you can go on your Substack app and you can see who all has posted. And okay. Kind of click on it, which is kind of nice. But so she's doing that. That I think her Substack I think is paid. Um, and I'm not gonna pay for anybody's. Right. Um, I mean, I is this is that her? Yeah, and she real ugly. Don't you feel sorry for her? It's a she shame. is just not attractive in it. I mean, y'all, drop she, dead gorgeous. You a vision. Hate, you want to hate her. But you can't because she's so like great down to earth, funny. Um, her hair is oh, just, she is gorgeous. Like she used to do a thing back in the day called like Hair Thursdays, and you could submit your hair, and she would like tell you how you should get it cut. And stuff. Oh, the kids so, are beautiful. Oh, I mean, it's just a month. Her husband is freaking blue steel. Um. But anyway, she so she's a she now she's basically sort of a beauty influencer. Yeah. So what she does is like makeup and it's all she does all clean stuff. Um but she also like she'll post she and her sister walk every morning and they their goal is to get below a 13 minute mile or at least a 13 okay. minute mile. I mean it's anyway, so last night she also does this thing with her dad who is the candy man because he has drawers full of candy at their house and so uh it's in her stories hopefully she'll save it to highlights so people can go back and see it's it. about to be my favorite person you know i love an old man oh my god he's awesome he's amazing and so they do she's done several um where they they do different taste tests of different candy um and so last uh last night she had posted some because he's you know getting into the halloween candy so mm. And they are just delightful. Just I love delightful. it. So I would recommend World. I've already followed her on Insta. Okay. Um, another thing that I thought of was a favorite is Subversive Cross Stitch. Okay, I'm about to click on the link. This will so, all be in the show notes, peeps. So, so uh, my grandmother, who lived in Loosedale, Mississippi, home of Justin Steele, former baseball player of the week i love that every time you say that the that's in parentheses right behind it yeah um so my grandma billy owned it was a frame shop in leesdale but okay. she sold she was real big into needlepoint and cross stitch and that sort of stuff so yep. she had love things there so she taught us all how to cross stitch and then I hadn't really done any, when we were in college, I cross-stitched the Mercer Administration Building for my friend Dixie for her graduation. Love it. But it's, most of the time when you find kits, they're like cheesy as all hell. Like, you know, there's nothing really fun. And then I found subversive cross-stitch. So some of these words I cannot say on <laughs> recorded devices. It is, there are a lot of I am so excited. There are a lot of dirty words, but my favorites are the holiday, like the Christmas patterns. Okay, and I'm so clicking there. Like, go elf yourself. Oh my <laughs> gourd, it's fall. Hello, <laughs> queen. I got mad skulls. Bring it. 
So, but now's a good time to go check some of those out and you can start working on your cross stitch. That I can't say. That I can't say. You can find someone who will appreciate the humor. Do a little cross stitching while you're watching your football, your baseball, and it'll get you off your phone for five minutes. Mistletoe is a patriarchal patriarchal construct. Yeah, can't say yeah. that one. <laughs> can't say that one. Yeah. Some of them you can't repeat, but no, but I love like this is my, I, yeah. So <laughs> definitely gonna start. Are they on anywhere like Insta too? Yeah, they're on Instagram. Okay, so I'll have to follow them as well. All right, yeah. let me go do that. Yeah, love so it. All these great like gold frames, and so you know you have this cute little cross stitch pattern with a dirty word in it and your little gold frame it's great yep so. mm -hmm. um, i may or may not have something secretly hung at my house that's inappropriate in a beautiful gold <laughs> frame but there you go Makes it but my house is a parsonage so i can't put it up <laughs> uh, and then my next thing is um richard Roar, I think is how you pronounce his name. R O H R. Mm -hmm. Um, he started the Center for Action and Contemplation, is what it's called. Okay. It's in Mexico, maybe. He's he, um no, well, I'm he's I think he's from Missouri. Okay, well he's because I know like who that. he is. He's Methodist too, by yeah. the way. Mm -hmm. So um, he does a daily, uh, like a daily meditation email. Which and I every did not know that. Oh, it's so good. Every I did week not know sort of thing, And it's, you know, follows that thing for the week, which is great because if it's a thing you're not really interested in, you can just sort of skip that week. Um, but they're really, I really enjoy that. It's my sort of daily meditation every morning. Um, so I would recommend that. Doing it now. And then my last one, like just generally, Smitten Kitchen. I Everything love. she does is magic and love. great. Yep. Um, but in particular, one of the things I'm looking forward to cooking now that it's warming up, I mean, cooling off a little bit, is so she does a broccoli, cheddar, and wild rice casserole. Really? And I add chicken to it so it's basically like chicken demand at the end of the day um and it is just killer i love killer. it anything I, spent in kitchen um you've sent me what did we make like a um a galette one time yes that tomato galette oh tomato and corn and zucchini it oh. takes a lot to get me to make a dough because I'm so scared of it, and you got me to make a dough. Well, Eric, listen, she's no fail. Like, you can trust her recipe yeah. because yeah. she has tested them and tested them and tested them. So, love it. But yeah, that, that, if you did the broccoli cheddar and wild rice casserole, and I don't always do wild rice, sometimes I'll just do regular rice. Yeah. Um, and then just add some chicken in there, and y'all, it is so good. So good. So good. I, I just love did that. Cast iron skillet. It's lovely. So amazing. Those are my favorites. Those are great favorites. Love it. Thank you. You always teach me something. I'm so excited. I'm following new things. I signed up for a 
a daily devotion from Richard Rohr. It does say New Mexico on here. So maybe he has moved, you know, we're itinerant in the Methodist church. But at one point, I know he was in Missouri. He helped um, Mulberry, my home church, do some work. And um, so I'm familiar with him um, and the reports that he will do for different churches. Um, but I had not signed up for that. He's also, he's, he's been devotional. On, um, Renee Brown's yep. podcast. Which he's a big deal. Yeah. Resurrect. Yeah. Um, he's that great. was just a delightful conversation she had with him. Yeah. I recommend that too. Yep. He's good. He's good. Love it. Thank you. I should have known about that, but I didn't. So thank you for that. And again, one day soon, we're going to talk about why you've never joined the church. <laughs> A whole nother, that may be for my other podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, friends. Well, I... Mandy, what do you have coming up this week? What do you, what fun are you doing? I'm home, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, and then I'm headed to Atlanta on Tuesday. For the game. For Braves versus Cubs. Daddy I'm sure Maddie. you will take us lots of pictures. I'm not excited about the score that I'm seeing currently. 6-5. Oh, 6-5 with two outs in the bottom of the tent. Yep. Well, um but okay and so um there's lots of fun football i'm sure there are gonna be some crazy games oh this is the other thing i don't know none of us would do this nobody that we listen to would do this but if you know somebody that's threatening that poor little kid that hit the colorado player just smack him over the head hurt them please for coming out and saying yes that is ridiculous it is ridiculous and I, you know, I'm contemplating buying some of Dion shades because, you know, they're good looking. Yeah. Um, so it, it's going to be a great week. I have two tests tomorrow. So after that, I'll, I'll get my life back. So we'll see what's going on there. I never know. That's the one. I think. Um, it'll be fine. I'm, I'm sure I'll be. Okay I it's just a lot. It just adds a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So um oh okay so at some point maybe when college baseball rolls back around we're gonna have to talk about why pitchers have hair because i just saw this picture for the phillies that came on the screen so that's another topic for another day again for friends and listeners if you have topics of conversation that you would like for us to have please send your suggestions we would love that and instagram account you can follow yes us. follow the instagram it's so we post a lot of fun stuff there during the week and also <clears throat> i was thinking about merch the other day <laughs> i don't know what we could do besides we are so fun but now that i heard myself say it five thousand times i haven't really said it much he looks like a scarecrow but okay right. sorry we're watching the game as we podcast their picture looks like a scarecrow to me with long curly locks. Yeah. All right, friends. Well, y'all have a wonderful week. And as always, now, Brooke, I really do have a bone to pick with you because you never introduced me to the cheese. As <laughs> much as I was down there with our former employer and for your wedding, I never heard about the cheese. 
Love you, Brooker. We love you, but now I'm mad at you. We got to get some cheese. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody.